I love the blonde though. Like it looks so good. He did such a good job. I'm like obsessed. Did you get layers too? Oh yeah, he like, cut it. So it's layers? like all it's just like well, he kind of just like freshened it up. So I got like probably half an inch off. And then he like redid my face frame and all the good great. stuff and then It's so crazy the like how much just it <clears throat> Yeah, like just getting a blowout and freshly done hair makes you feel so much better. But yeah. the blowout is so misleading because I can't re I can't replicate that at home. So, dude, the shark the thing is freaking good. I need to buy that. <laughs> Just buy Brittany's old one. Well, that's the Dyson. Well, I, I just, I'm sure it's the same, if not better. I feel like there's. I kind of like went through. There was a girl who did a video of like a side by side with the shark and then Dyson, and they're very different looks. Like, if you want to just, like, have your hair curled without using a curling iron, I feel like shark is good. But if you want, like, kind of a bouncy, blowout, like, big, voluptuous curls, I like the Dyson for that. Oh, interesting. Ooh. Yeah, I want I This need is volume. just my straightener. This is not the shark. I, we were talking about that. I was like, I've never been able to use a straightener. Really? I've done that since like sixth grade. Like to curl. Yeah. yeah. All right, season two. Let's go. <laughs> we freaking did it. This is going to be our year. It's going to be a really- slow start, but I think I'm hoping to like. <laughs> I'm already getting frustrated. Okay, let's by not myself. already say it's a slow start. It's like, like the night. Nice. Riches and followers yet. You haven't what? I don't have all the riches and followers and fame and wealth. Oh no, it didn't come in the it first did, nine no. days. <laughs> no, I'm upset. It's, it's over. You should just try again next I'm gonna year. I'm going to pack my bags, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just circle back. <laughs> 2024. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, welcome back to season two of So Glad We're Friends. I'm Maggie. I'm Devin. I'm Brittany. Should we just let the whole thing play? It's like a four minute song. <laughs> just elevator music. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, welcome back, guys. We are back in better than ever. We are recording on a new recording system where we should hopefully be sounding better than we did in season one. So let us know. I hope so. Crossing our fingers. <laughs> yeah. We're finally figuring it out. We'll have so much to tell you if you guys ever want to start a podcast by the end oh of this God. year. I know. That's so true. We're really learning. Yeah. Why the heck didn't we find this when we were researching in the beginning? Like we were so lost as to how to record virtually. I don't think it's out there. That's There's so crazy nothing that's like free that like gives you like even just the simplest things. Like what do you use to record with? And like what – like everything is very like – I think it's pushed out by the different platforms. Like Anchor has like – is promoting their own stuff. Like mm-hmm. – Yeah. Um, but nobody's really like done a whole – here, quickly. This is like here's three things that you need to start a podcast. Yeah. It, it was – Like yeah. Mike. I feel like Mike platform and like recording system would yeah. be genius. That's so true. <laughs> all right well we pre-recorded those last episodes so we don't actually know how our holidays and new year's was so how was your breaks mine was okay i feel like 
growing up and having your traditions change a little bit is hard to adjust to. I know all three of us kind of like Maggie, you didn't even go back home to see your family for Christmas. Like I had my family staying with me and I used to just love to be with my cousins 24 seven. But now as an adult with my routine and like being an introvert, it was really Mm -hmm. draining and like stressful, which is sad to me. Um, But yeah. How many people were at your house? Um, my cousin and her boyfriend were just staying with me. Yeah. But then, like, my family was also in town staying at my dad's and just, like, you know, they want to do something every night. And it was just a lot. And also, I I think it's harder as a creator, like, running your own business because I want to keep posting stuff. But when my family's in town, I just – I need to take a break and I kind of didn't want to, I think. So, yeah, that was hard to – adjust to joe and i actually had this conversation like in the airport of like what are some things that we need so that we don't come back from like family vacations feeling so exhausted and one of the things was like doing something in the morning by ourselves together Mm -hmm. or like you know going in like going to bed early and just like being able to decompress like read or you know like minimizing the long stretches of time together and making sure we like have kind of our own individual time, whether it's totally. like just Joe by himself or like just me and him. Like, and I think that will actually make such a difference and it won't feel so like go, go, go the entire yeah. time. Now, when I travel, like I need to have my own room by myself so that I can go, like when I'm traveling with family or friends, I need to be able yeah. to decompress. Like, I used to just be able to share a hotel room with my whole entire family and be fine. And now yeah. I'm like, yeah. I need to go to bed early and read and be alone so that I'm a happy person tomorrow. Yeah. It's kind of funny that you're saying that too is like you're almost like like being like, oh, why can't I do this anymore? But we have to like almost just give ourselves more like grace and like like compassion to be like, oh, it's okay that like we know what we need now and those things might be different than previously. Yeah. That's my biggest problem is like beating myself up for not – living up to my expectations of myself yeah because when you're a kid all you're caying about is playing with your cousins yeah <laughs> like, you, have you don't have anything energy. else to think about yeah yeah but honestly yeah. there's probably people in your family that like need a little bit more decompression time so you like saying hey i need you know i'm gonna go to bed early tonight might give per- permission to somebody else to be like oh i actually want to go to bed early too and relax yeah a lot of the nights like me and my cousin we'd want to like well we wouldn't want to but we wanted to want to go out or something but then we'd end up just (laughs) staying on the couch all night and watching tv and i was like are you sure you don't want to go out and she's like no seriously i just want to chill and so that's so relatable that's That's how i feel i did didn't realize like how much i missed the beach I think it had been, like, a year since I was on the beach. Or maybe not a whole year, but, like, it had been a while since I was on the beach. And so being in Florida and going on the beach was, like, really, really nice. The beach brings new life to you. Oh, my God, Just being by the water, it's so nice. And the waves and, like, the sand. And even though it was kind of cold some of the days, like, it was still so refreshing. And, like, I don't know. There's just something, like, very soothing about it. Yeah. I went to the beach for my birthday last year in January, and it was, like, cold, but it was still, like, so much fun. Yeah. How far away is the beach from you? 
an hour and a half-ish, hour, 20 minutes. That's not bad. It's pretty nice. My goal this year is to go by myself with the dog. That would be awesome. Or one dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are both of them pretty good together? Like if you take them out? Or yeah, is it Sadie's better for just, you to just do one? Uh, They're good together. Sadie's just a horrible uh, leash pulling. Like if we're going somewhere exciting like that, like she'll drag me down a cliff, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but once she's off leash or anything, then they're fine together and it's just as easy. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. But when we went to Thanksgiving, when I went back to Arizona for Thanksgiving last year, we got our own because Cameron's parents have Airbnbs and we just stayed in one of their Airbnbs and it made like such a difference having somewhere for us to go back at night after going around to all of our family. Like even if it was just 30 minutes before bed, it made yeah. such a difference. So I, I forgot that they have that. those. Yeah, it's really nice. It's convenient. That's very, very, very nice. <laughs> Wait, so did you guys take any days off social media or you think you didn't? I tried to. I mean, I was still like scrolling and stuff. But I yeah. did take a couple of days off and one lady messaged me and was like, just checking in on you because you haven't posted in a while. <laughs> like, I'm allowed to have so a break. Cute. Yeah, that's cute. Um. I think we kind of took some days off between Christmas and New Year's, which was nice. That's but good. we didn't really take any like work time off, which that's another thing that we decided that if we're traveling, we have to decide like ahead of time if we're going to be working or if this is like vacation, vacation, or like if we are going to do a mix of both, like which days are we like working and which days are fully vacation, like where we can shut off completely. Because otherwise, I just feel guilty that I'm like not doing anything yeah. if it's not decided ahead of time. Me too. Yeah, if it's planned that you're going to take yeah. time off, then yeah, I feel much better about it. I took like the full – it was like literally a week and a half off of everything um, except TikTok. And you didn't feel guilty? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, because I finished – I made sure I finished all of my brand things. I was still – honestly, like I was emailing and stuff, so I guess that's not like fully taking it off, but like content-wise, I was taking it off. Yeah. It just felt so much better – to just not be like scrolling i don't even know how to explain it and it's like carried on now like i, I don't That's first good. thing in the morning want to open like up instagram like broke a habit but you were still scrolling on tiktok yeah so i should probably do another one where i don't but to me like tiktok is like tv like tiktok doesn't give me any negative feelings Mm, I it gives me negative feelings because I really badly want to like pop off on tiktok yeah and so when i'm scrolling i'm like oh shit, why did, why am I not doing this? And so like when I was taking a break and I would see other creators that weren't taking a break, like Emily Kaiser, it would just make me feel worse about myself for taking time off or for not having something to say or to share. Yeah. And there was like hella people popping off right at the end of the year, it seemed mm -hmm. like. Probably yeah. because more people were taking breaks. Yeah, that. that's true. <laughs> I definitely think that like – People should take at least, like, one day off a week. And I know that, like, not everyone feels like they can. But I really think that just, like, even one day a week helps to build so that you don't feel like you have to take two weeks or, like, a month off at, yeah. you know, different points of the year. Yeah, exactly. And you deleted your app, right, Maggie? Yeah, I deleted them just off my home screen, though. So there was a lot of times where I tried typing it in. 
and it pops up but like i did that so i deleted tiktok off my home screen it's actually still off my home screen and i stayed off of it for a while like maybe a two days i was really good about not getting on it (laughs) oh (laughs) a long time for me but then you know how um, you can pull down on your phone and it says suggested apps Mm. oh yeah so then i've just gotten in the habit tiktok is always right there so i just Mm -hmm. keep getting to it that way so i I found the workaround my crazy ass brain so when you're just scrolling (laughs) actually this is even easier than going (laughs) so when you're just scrolling tiktok like are you watching everybody like thinking oh i should be making content like that or like that should is that what your for you page oh you don't fucking go on your for you page I wonder if that's I why. do go on my For You page. I okay. still use my For You page, but then sometimes when I get bored of all the stupid trends, I go over to my following page. Oh, I see. Do you start on your following or start on your For You? Mm, TikTok kind of cha- decides that for me. I don't know. Whenever I first <laughs> open the app, I'll just start scrolling and whatever, whatever it's on. Whatever it gives yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like when I'm on that's my fair. following, it's more influencers people who make the videos that i would like to make people that i look up to and stuff as opposed to like when i'm on my for you page it's like jokes or just funny things and so i still have like i get a mix of both so like yeah i'll see a joke or whatever or like a story time and then i'll see things that i wish i was doing yeah i do i use not interested all the time like if i don't like a video i I'm so good about being like not interested. So I never see something like it again. Like I really train my algorithm. I love how easy it is to train your algorithm on TikTok. Oh, I know. For like what you want to see. I never do that. It's so nice. And then you like, it stops showing you like annoying things. It's kind of like almost like a mute button, but for the for you page versus um, like on Instagram for people you follow. Yeah. Do you want to talk about Emily? That was the latest obsession. (laughs) (laughs) You what? Okay. I'm just obsessed with when I start seeing people blowing up on TikTok, like gaining 100,000 followers a day. I like to scroll back as far as I can and figure out what the fuck (laughs) they did and how this is oh, I love so that. Smart. like when Bria started popping off I was just like obsessed with okay what was she doing she was posting her Trader Joe's haul and her um avocado toast every single day and then like once people interact with one of your videos they're going to start seeing all of your old videos that are this, exactly the same or whatever and then they're going to decide to follow you so that's I understand how TikTok works. I just can't the, make myself do it. The other thing that I've noticed when I've like gone and scrolled back with people is they are so much themselves. Yeah. Like, yes, they might be doing a get ready with me and they might be doing like the same day in a life vlog, but their personality is so infused into the content that you like become obsessed with the personality but you think it's like the style of content yeah yeah have you been seeing the tiktok videos you know of everybody saying like the new niche this year is having no niche and like the the new thing this year is just being your own brand and not 
I have to say I was ahead of the curve. I know you hate the word niche, but (laughs) I don't and I don't teach niching. I've never taught it because I'm like, it's too confusing for people because they're like, I like these other things. From the management side in the brand, the advertising side, they want you to have a niche. So that's why but your I've niche can so still porn. be like categories like I like for example yeah. like if as I'm like producing more and more content like my niches will be like for Rosie and Bright will be cocktails skiing dog friendly travel um and Maybe I'm hoping like this is share but like yes it is a niche but like it's not like my whole account it's like me so yeah. it's like categories that like show up on my feed like Time and time, because like if I have like all of those like repeated content all the time, yeah, I can't just be like a skiing niche. I'm not just like a cocktail niche. I'm like me, and these are my interests. Yeah, that's the yeah. thing about TikTok too is people get very comfortable with similar like uh, seeing the same thing over and over again. It's like a comfort thing to them. So like the way that people mm-hmm. see Alex Earl in the same spot getting ready every single time, they're like, oh, I know that I'm gonna like this. And so that's why as a creator, you need to like literally just keep creating the same thing in the same spot every single day. And that's exactly what Emily Kaiser does too. And that's why what, like it was just a freaking snowball effect. And I was texting Maggie the other day. I was like, I was scrolling on my for you page, not my following page. And I saw Emily, 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 four videos in a row of just Emily's videos. I was like, what the hell? How is she creating so much content? Oh, yeah. Also and were they – did so you look much. at the timestamps on them? They, like the timestamps, were they like all like 30 different. minutes in a row or was no, it – No, they were all – because I can't even keep up with her content anymore because she posts like so much a day. And also like for me, like I really liked her routines or her little vlogs, but now it's just like very repetitive to me, so I don't really watch them anymore. See, that's so what I was going to ask you is yeah. like, do you that's think they're that- still showing it to me? Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you think when the people are doing the same thing over and over and over again, that that eventually does run out? Like with Emily Morocco or whatever the freaking name is? Like, not Marico. that she. Yeah, I don't Marico. even watch her yeah. stuff anymore. Exactly. Like it pops off at Marico. first yeah, and I gets get bored. huge and people want it. And then people kind of get bored of the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. And you kind of have to change to showing more of yourself and changing the things that you're talking about, but like maybe keeping the same style of like your editing and things. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think that like it's nice to have the consist like consistent videos, but I feel like over time I enjoy seeing like different types of things in between. Like, so maybe you do like a day in a life on like Monday and then Tuesday it's like a different type of video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think for the crazy mass growth, you have to post the same thing. Um, I really love the the trend of like the original audio vlogs that's happening right now. Except like I literally can't make those because I never have silence. Like in order to film those, I'll have to like not have a podcast on oh. or anything on. Like if I actually oh, film like the original in- audio. Yeah. I feel yeah, like- I don't think I could do that. I really like those too, but I can't do them every day because I don't always have the energy. But like when I do a voiceover type vlog, then I can just do the voiceover when I have the energy. Exactly. And then you can like have whatever or playing when I'm alone. while you're actually filming. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why I was so impressed with Emily's videos 
because she does them like in real time like vlogs with sound of what's happening well, she also like, she I feel like it would be so hard recently really yeah she edits so quick like i think it was last night i was looking she posted on her story she's like i'm editing my morning routine right now um i'm just starting it it'll probably be up in 15 minutes <laughs> and i was like what the hell what like it takes me like an hour to edit a vlog wow. like that I wonder if because she do- isn't doing a voiceover, it takes her less time. Yeah, and she, she does just it like every day. She probably knows exactly yeah where to cut it and like just like getting quicker at it. Which is a reason why another reason why you should do the same thing every day because you're gonna get better at it. It's going to start looking better and sounding better yeah. and all that stuff. That's so true. That's true. But like I just I would I don't just worry because I would get so bored with the same thing. Like she does the same thing every day. Yeah, or it would make you, like, yeah. stuck, kind of, like, the same way that the dogs things do, like, where you get stuck into people only watch you because of that certain yeah. type of video, like, I don't know if I'd like that. Yeah, but, like, she also gets all, like, she does her Amazon shopping list and, like, all this stuff, and everybody, like, goes crazy for every single product she talks about, too. Yeah, she's also really been showing be more so of personality. Like, she's been posting those, yeah. like, sex ones or, like, ones that just show way more of her personality. And I think people <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I really like about, like, there's a few people. Like, Ken, I feel like, is such a good example of she's so herself. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And she's never really done anything too different. Did you see the one where she was From going that. to the murder mystery party? <laughs> No, <laughs> I oh didn't see that. It was so funny. She's going to her content. So I like wait a couple of days. Yeah, and then binge it all. <laughs> yeah. She was going to her friend's like murder mystery party and she's like, I just hope I get a good character, like a 30s woman. And she's like, no, Papa, don't take my husband. I love him. And she's like acting all Oh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> but that's just so like just being yourself, you know? Yeah. yeah and some, But sometimes I feel like I need to be more like energetic or crazy mm-hmm. like all these people that are blowing up like Ken and like just about there's a bunch of other people that I follow um, on TikTok that are blowing up right now but they are like have so much energy and they're so animated and but I'm just not like that every day so yeah I feel like there's a lot of people though that would really enjoy not having that like it's different from other people and it's like refreshing to have somebody who's just like more chill like I really like your the style of um vlogs you're doing with the voiceovers and like kind of the stories and just like you're just sharing a lot more like you in them Mm -hmm. and I really like those and I feel like you're able to like get to know you even more yeah I hope so and people can relate to that more the one thing that I think is kind of crazy about Alex Earl in particular is how many people are like searching, like putting, like creating content about her. Yeah. And like she's just become like such a searchable thing. So, like, even if she's not creating content, people are like putting her name out there. Like, millions of people, I think, are putting her name out there every That's single so true. day. So, yeah, and what's like, weird is she has never come up on my For You page, but people talking about her are all yes. over my For You page. Like, that was the same. same that's kind of how Charlie D'Amelio was, too. I was just going to say like, that. Charlie everybody and knew who Charlie D'Amelio 
Yeah, but I had never seen them actually come up on my For You page until I followed them. That is such a good point. I didn't think about that. I didn't I don't even follow her now, but like I'll still look through her content. Yeah. Um and but I see every day there's probably like five or six videos talking about her. Or being like the Alex Earl effect. And like yeah. then they're like doing their hair or whatever. But the thing about Alex Earl is she is so rich. <laughs> and so she has a bunch of shit going on. Like that's what makes her interesting. Yeah. And I hear about like creators like of color and stuff talking about how disadvantaged they are and like i mean alex earl is just such a prime example of having being so privileged and then being able to grow quickly as a creator because obviously she if she hops on a private jet or like goes to a party with celebrities like obviously everybody's gonna want to hear about it yeah yeah it's content worthy and it's like Mm -hmm. people are interested that's the the other thing I was gonna say too is about like the people talking about her is she's reaching a very wide demographic. I think there was like a 40-year-old or like 50-year-old that was like, I'm doing my hair like Alex Earl or like <laughs> other people like that. And I'm just like, wow. So it's not just like, you know, 18 to 28, 32-year-olds. It's like much wider. Yeah. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah, I think it's also the sorority thing and like being in college and it's fun for people who are out of college to like re-get into that space and be like oh sorority life but then it's also like mm-hmm. the, she doesn't have a typical sorority experience like she lives in a house with like seven girls and has all that money and stuff and i feel like going to school in miami is also a whole different like experience yeah. in and of itself yeah i'm sure it's definitely i've definitely like reminiscent on like the getting ready to go out type of things like i remember those days where you're like with your girlfriends and you're like sitting down and like everyone's like talking about outfits and like what you're gonna wear and like how you're gonna do your hair and it's like more fun than actually the going out part <laughs> yeah yeah and like totally the shitty pregame drinks yeah i love it'll be interesting to see the longevity of these creators too if they can hold on to it and like how they're gonna evolve and become an actual brand I think yeah. you saw that too with oh. YouTubers. Like that used to be a thing with YouTubers of like shelf life of people. Like there's the people like Jenna Marbles and Shane Dawson and like the ones that were around at the very beginning that had that longevity the whole time. Like even if they got canceled or they stopped making videos or took a break, like they'd come back and still be there. And they would always talk about how mm-hmm. like Logan Paul – Logan Paul's I guess not a great example because he is kind of still relevant. But like there would be groups of people like – content houses where they'd all start coming together and they'd be popular for like a year and then they would just fall off for one reason or another like the longevity of people is really not you don't see it a lot same with instagram what happened with jenna marbles she's like done well she's she still doing married. anything online no really her husband is yeah she got like canceled for a couple of things and then I just feel like she wanted to stop doing it. Yeah. That's so interesting. I mean, she did, like, blackface and stuff. She did? Yeah. Yeah, but it was, like... I don't... I definitely did not know about that. Well, I don't know. I don't remember what videos it wasn't and stuff. Like, it wasn't, like... It was, like... It wasn't good. <laughs> but it was, like, yeah, 2008. Yeah. <laughs> Also, so yeah. 
it's hard because then like she with people like that i don't know that's so that's such a weird thing for me because it's like people like that like shane and jenna and trisha and stuff like they have these things that they do wrong that's definitely 100 percent wrong that they shouldn't be doing and it's fine for people to say you shouldn't be doing that but then like how many times do you have to apologize and come back for those same things like when every few years they're getting sent the same things that happened 10 years ago and having to apologize for it yeah that's not fair there needs to be yeah there needs to be a shelf life because if she didn't get in trouble for doing it at the time then we can't 10 years later go back and be like well you shouldn't have done that 10 years ago why didn't anybody tell her that 10 years ago then yeah. yeah, it's like you can say that that was wrong, but like, like once she apologizes for it, you can't right. then keep going. That's what happened with Tinks, too. They, like, yeah, went back to her Twitter, Tinks? like, years ago. They, like, went through her Twitter, like, for, like, years and years and years ago and, like, found, you know, tweets about her calling, like, what did she, like, did she call Kim Kardashian fat or something? I don't know. Um, she got in trouble for that? And then she also had, like, retweeted um, some, like, things about – that were kind of, like, xenophobic. Oh, fuck. Um, and a few other things. But, yeah, people, like, went back and, like, found everything and then were, like, asking her to, like, make a response about it. And she's like, I was stupid. Like, that's not who I am now. I've learned. I've grown. And, like, that's not what I believe in. I don't think that's right. Like, yeah, it's never something I would do today. That's what sucks about it is like we always talk about how we grew up so differently than our beliefs now, and like it's like when you look back at the stuff you used to think or said or tweeted or whatever, it's like you're embarrassed by it. Like if I see my old tweets and stuff, I'm pretty sure I've gone through and deleted anything that could possibly be bad. But like when I went when I was going through them and deleting them, I was like, holy shit! Like I'm so embarrassed. Like this is so bad that I would have ever said that. Yeah. So I think a yeah. lot of the times the people themselves have like the guilt already that it doesn't need to be a thing of like yeah forever. Yeah. yeah. Young people are stupid. Like, how do you expect us yeah. to learn? So stupid. <laughs> this is like 12-year-olds shouldn't be have the internet. No. Exactly. But it's so hard. You, like, think back to when you were 12 years old. And I remember my parents were like, you can't have a Facebook account. And I made a Facebook account anyways because mm-hmm. I was like, you can't stop me. Like, mm-hmm. they, you know, like, and of course they were just trying to protect me. But that's – People are just going to do what they want to do. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Like, it would be really scary for your kid to have a TikTok. Because especially that, like, you have no idea what even pops up. <laughs> True. Right. Like, it's not even like you. Are there, like, like, parental like, controls for TikTok? I don't know. I I would assume so, probably. But also, I think you have to be 13, technically, don't you? Yeah. I think you're supposed to be. I forgot about that. But... I mean, there's so many younger people on the app. Oh, my God. Yeah. Sometimes I'll see like a seven-year-old pop up. I'm like, hi. (laughs) So bizarre. My dad asked me the other day if I was worried about the talks about TikTok being banned again. And I was just like, no, like, that's not even anything I'm thinking about, honestly. No. Wait, did something pop up? I feel really like, I guess, because... China is using it to spy or something. I don't even know. I think that 
government was trying to like pass something, um, pass like a bill or law or whatever against it. But I remember that happened like in 2020 and mm-hmm. I was like gaining momentum and everything. And like, I was kind of believing it. Mm-hmm. And so I stopped like posting as much. And I was like, this is so dumb because I was on such a good trajectory. I was like, it was so much easier two years yeah. ago to just like post something and get like 10,000 views. Damn. Yeah, that's true. So but you can but like- limit their screen time. You can um, put your phone on restricted mode so like they would hopefully not see bad things. And then you can also make it so they're not allowed to search for videos or people or live oh, or okay. anything. But I don't know. still risky. That's good. It is. But it would also take probably somebody like technology – like tech savvy to yeah like go in and well, do, do you guys all like those, my new phone case those things it looks like a big <laughs> it's so blurry it does like a flower <laughs> it's so cute <laughs> i'm like literally in 4k it right does now look i see myself <laughs> guys okay with this recording system looks good to me and mine looks good what the frick? Literally with this new recording system, guys, we can see all three of us, but like we're blurry half the freaking time. There's a delay in the sound, and this is supposed to be like way better than Zoom. And hopefully these problems won't happen when we're actually once it's done recording. But like what the heck is going on? You guys look like literally 30p. <laughs> Or 300 or whatever I feel like maybe it might be something with your internet why me though like I see myself as fucking 4k right now <laughs> because me and Devin see do you see me as like high definition Devin yours yeah. is a lot better than Devin and Maggie's blurry but oh no I thought you froze again <laughs> I just can't with the delay like I don't know when to fucking talk um, did we want to talk about that girl's video about why she quit being an influencer? Oh, yes. Yes. We're trying to start. <laughs> okay, so this girl made a TikTok video explaining why she decided to stop being an influencer. And it was very much like about all of the consumerism and promoting products that you don't even use or like. And it's getting a lot of engagement right now like a lot of people are commenting saving sharing this video but the thing is you don't have to do that to be an influencer so like that really it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way because I guess she was differentiating between an influencer and a content creator but then like what even is an influencer like I don't feel like influencers yeah. really exist anymore because you have to be a content creator and like create engaging, entertaining or informational content in order for you to grow an audience. Like nobody is just going to post like their outfit and people are going to give yeah. a shit about it. That's so true. I agree. I think she's talking about like old school influencers as well as like how a segment of influencers do their job. And she like, completely glazed over like all of the other people that are doing it in a way that's like and there's also sustainability influencers like there's a lot of people that are pushing for like really like not consumerism they're pushing for like minimalism and 
not having to buy everything. Yeah. And also, like, as an influencer, you shouldn't be promoting products that you don't like or use. No. And there might be some mistakes at the beginning of when you start, but, like, most people figure it out because it feels like shit. It doesn't feel good to, like, share something. Or, like, I feel like I've bought something before that I was really excited about, and then I have to come back later and be like, actually, this does not work very well. Like, I don't recommend this at all. Was she also saying that influencers should also have a full-time job, or was that a different video? No, I I think she was, like, speaking for herself saying that, kind of. Not, like, all influencers, but, like, that's what she needs to do. It's more interesting to do that. Yeah. But I don't think that, like, people should be held to a particular standard just because you start making more money. Like, you can't share the things that you're excited about. Like, if you don't come from money, like, it's really exciting to buy your first, like, designer bag or, like, and, like, buy a car or whatever it is. Like, Mm -hmm. and people should be excited for you. They shouldn't be, like, putting their own – like, projecting their own shit onto you because you now can afford a car. Like, we should be excited for those people. Yeah. Yeah. I think people people are are also extra sensitive right now, like with the economy this bad, because I think probably most people like are struggling to even pay bills right now and like afford basic necessities in the US, which is like so crazy. Um, So I think it's probably, I think people just have this like perception of influencers are influencing that like you're just making millions of dollars and you're just living this like luxury lifestyle and buying all these things and having a lot of packages sent to you 24 seven. But like people don't, I think understand that that's like the top, top like 1% and like not even the top, just like a section of people like yeah, more people like Danny yeah. Austin and stuff. Like, would you still consider Danny Austin more of an influencer rather than a content creator? I think she's like, I consider her like one of like the OG. But was she a blogger? Yeah. Yeah. But she, I think, has done – I was, like, thinking about this, too. She has done a phenomenal job of evolving. Oh, for sure. And I feel like she has evolved into a content creator. And I also love that she, like, created her own brand, too. Yeah, like Amber Um, Fillerup. Yeah. Like, I mean, she started – she was hustling. I mean, I just – people just think that influencers just pop up because – I don't even know. Yeah, just out of nowhere. Because I think because of TikTok and these people that do pop up out of nowhere. Like because these people like Alex Earl are but popping even up like out of nowhere. Alex Earl, she behind the scenes, how many videos is she posting a day? Like she's sure. still like she has the money. Yeah. She doesn't need to even take the time to like it takes a lot of effort to even just sit down and record a video yeah. of yourself talking. Like, also, she's still in college. Like she's also writing papers and shit while yeah. she's doing it. Yeah. The other thing that I also think people forget about is – what was I going to say? <laughs> what were you just saying, Devin, about um, like posting? Amber Phil- oh, the, the energy that it takes to just like post three videos on TikTok a day. Oh, I think it's because like there are a lot of influencers that say – I didn't mean for this to happen or yeah. like I didn't expect for this to happen. I feel like because a segment of people are saying like, I never expected this to happen. I think a lot of people have gone into it, it like wanting it to happen, but they never expected it to be as big as it was. So like, I feel like that's also kind of like a false claim. Yeah. Maybe. Like I have a video that's 
getting like a semi good amount of comments about how much money I made last year from doing paid partnerships. And people are like asking me how I became a content creator or how I got these brand deals. And I'm just like, that's yeah. <laughs> it's years. way too much of a question to answer in 60 yeah. seconds. But also like it just kind of happened out of me having a passion for posting content. And then, you know, three years yeah. later, I have brands reaching out to like, it's, it yeah, doesn't just no happen problem. overnight, like people think. But do you think that like, would you say you didn't mean for it to happen? Or like, I guess, looking back on it now, would you say like, after you realized what was possible, you started like pushing in that direction to make it happen for yourself? After I realized it was possible, then you know, like you start you start out with different goals, like different stages. Yeah. Like at first, I just wanted a thousand followers. And then yeah. I just wanted a free bark box. And then I just wanted to be paid fifty dollars to post about some supplement, you know, and then slowly That's so crazy. I want to make ten thousand dollars a month, you know, it just slowly yeah. becomes yeah. that in very small increments. Yeah. I think it's the same with like the other platforms too. Like this has happened with every single platform and TikTok is just new at it. But I'm even thinking of like the bachelor. Like when people used to go on The Bachelor before Instagram, people didn't know that it was possible to become famous after it and be an influencer and be making these millions of dollars after it. So it was like the people who went on were more genuine because they didn't know that that was a possibility. And then as soon as the majority of people who went on Mm -hmm. are ending up with these excellent careers after, then the people watching it are like, oh, shit, I could do that too. And then it becomes too overpopulated where now maybe one a season ends up actually getting followers. And that like same thing happened with YouTube. Same thing happened with Instagram. Like at the very beginning of of YouTube, people didn't know you can make money. Like people weren't making money. And then people saw these giant YouTubers and they're like, oh, I could do that too. Yeah. And people set out – now people are able to set out wanting to be a YouTuber, TikToker, or a content creator, whatever – but they don't realize that it's going to take a long time because when you start and it's just a passion and you just post for fun, it doesn't feel like it takes as long because then, you know, like I said, the small steps, you like want a little bit here and a little bit yeah. there. But then when you set out, like if I was 18 and I was like, well, I want to be a YouTuber. Well, it's going to take you about two years before you can start making like an income from YouTube that's going to support your lifestyle, you know, like. Yeah, It has to come from passion before just coming from, like, I want to be famous on social media. Yeah, because even though yeah. I knew that was possible, like, I always wanted to be a YouTuber. Or like, all, like, I that was, like, the dream, but I never once in my mind thought that that would actually, like, happen. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. But I think you're saying it's, like, the steps that changes mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Like, oh, I got 100 likes and being excited for that. And then you mm-hmm. just – it goes on and on and on. Yep. I also think that the, like, you know, people are always like, consist, be consistent, be consistent. Like, I don't think it makes sense to be consistent unless you're actually passionate about what you're doing. Like, oh, don't yeah. try yeah, and be consistent just to go through the motions of like what people are telling you. Like, have passion, lead that to consistency, and like build the discipline. And then everything else kind of happens after that. But if you, you just rolling through the motions like people can tell that you like aren't in it and like there's nothing behind it there's no, like no reasoning behind it yeah yeah that's so true and that's how you become famous on social media 
I definitely think it's so interesting to see like these people though, because like Deb, you said you followed Emily at like two hundred thousand. I'm pretty sure you told me about her. And I feel like she was kind of posting a little bit different content. Like she did like some very ago. quick edits of yes on Sunday resets and like yeah, the quick edit, yeah. get ready with me type of thing. She wasn't showing she slowly started showing more and more and more of her personality. And I think that's really what has drawn yeah. people to her. Yeah. I didn't even know she was married yeah. at first. Like I didn't she oh, didn't really? show that. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. But like to see her go from like two hundred to what is she at now? Like like one point two million, maybe more. I think yeah. I think it was even more because it's people insane. are like, because she's trying to do her one million giveaway and people are like, you're going to hit two million before you start your one million giveaway. I feel like I've been kind of like 1. out 5. of TikTok. 1.5. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's so, so cool. I never see her ads either, but I know she does them. I never see I'm them. She really posts so much, much content. People... If you're posting five videos a day in one ad, every week nobody's gonna even like it's not even no. it's gonna fly under the radar so much because do you follow her on instagram yeah. what does she post on instagram yeah she just posts like a very small portion of the content that she posts on okay. tiktok interesting like she'll do the less talking videos and like more aesthetic videos okay I'm curious if more TikTokers posted more on Instagram if they would grow like the same because nobody posts like that on Instagram. Like no one posts five times a day. Yeah. Well, someone – do you guys know Kate Nordalingus? I think that's how you say her last name. I don't know if that's how you say her last name. Kate? I don't think She posts all the same things on TikTok to Instagram and she gets really good engagement. She has the same management team as me. Yeah, I don't know her. I'm so curious what like Emily and um, Alex make from Amazon storefront. Oh my god, I, we were talking about this at our virtual see. happy hour. But what Emily did was like targeted the most basic consumerism, consumer driven girls. Like I don't know how. She did it, but she targeted the perfect audience of people who want to buy every single thing that she talks about. It's yeah. like you should add that to your ideal audience description. Yeah. Basic bitches that want to buy everything. <laughs> yeah, basic <laughs> dog moms. No, not dog moms. <laughs> Anybody moms. Any, Any moms. Anybody moms. Single, whatever you want to be. Single introverted moms. Yeah. Do they have to be a mom? Maybe. No. Millennial. Single moms. Single. Single moms. Single introvert. (laughs) (laughs) It's a tough one. Oh, no. I've never seen this girl. Um, But, like, look at her videos. She posts every single, like, it's not aesthetic. It's just all her personality, you know? Yeah. I so do you not post every one of your TikToks on Instagram? Mm-mm. I would feel so I don't know. I'm slowly starting to not feel weird about it, but I would feel weird. I feel like you should test it out for a month and see if you like hit three hundred K in like a second. 
Okay, maybe. <laughs> you should. I feel like I'm it would curious. work. Yeah, because everybody's getting sick of the Instagram real content. Like the yeah. aesthetic morning routine and like there's no personal connection at all like i think even instagram is starting to crave the like personal talking to the camera and i agree stuff like that longer form yeah because i think the audience that we're looking for within instagram probably aren't scrolling the reels page like do you guys ever scroll on the reels feed only if I want a trending sound. Yeah, me too. Yeah, like, I, as soon as I pop into a sound pop that, like, works, I am out of it. Yeah, same. But, but then like, how do people discover us? I look Would on my Explore page, on the page more. Page? Oh. I don't even look at my Explore page either. Oh, really? Instagram. Um, It's so freaking – Cameron is like a Reels boy, and he'll freaking show me a video. And I'm Ugh. like, dude, I saw that on TikTok three months ago. <laughs> That is so annoying. You can't get is married. Is he on TikTok at all? <laughs> Deal breaker. Red flag. <laughs> yeah, he's on TikTok. We show each other, like we send each other TikToks and then like once a week sit together and go through all the ones that we sent each other. And usually if we wait too long, they're like the same videos. <laughs> I'm like, I sent that to you. And he's That's like, really no, funny. I send that to you. <laughs> it's fun. That's so funny. I love going through like relatable TikToks. Like, do you know Alex and John? They are a couple and they were wedding videographers and now they create like a lot of like relatable couple content. No. But you know what else? I really – they are so freaking creative. Like if you look at their ads, it is – I am just like always so impressed. Are their names literally just Alex and John? Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. I I know them. Do I never them. know people's names. Like I just know their videos. They are funny. Yeah. And they they're they're not like lucky, but like they are lucky in the sense that they are videographers, so they can like produce. I definitely get sick of people though. Like I don't yeah. know if it's because they get too famous, or I just get sick of <laughs> their personalities. I don't know. I think I just get sick of like the i just think i get sick of content in general yeah like it's not necessarily like right now i'm like not in a tiktok phase like i don't really go on tiktok at all like yeah i haven't really been checking like any of my like go-to influencers wait we should talk about what you occasionally because you just said that you think that maybe it's when they get too famous which is i don't know if that's why or if i just get sick of them but like true I think because just because like they continue to do the same thing over and over again and like I don't know like I love um Kirsten Titus pepperoni muffin like I was obsessed with her last year and then like I just haven't even seen any of her videos lately and I'm not like going and searching them out yeah what is it do you think just like I don't know do you not like her type or style anymore i kind of started getting annoyed by all of the brand like extravagant brand trips she was going on like it was every weekend she was traveling to some crazy brand trip and i was just like okay i get it like you're famous now so it's like she became less relatable yeah she became a little but i still love her but like yeah i just don't want to watch her content right now (laughs) 
So do you not think that she posts enough, like, everyday content? Maybe. I don't know. That's I haven't even looked actually, at her stuff recently, so I don't know. That's a very interesting point. I feel like there are, depending on, like, the person, there are some people who slow down with their organic content and just focus on their sponsored content. So then, like, they're not posting stuff that's really them as yeah. much anymore, which is, she like, also- why you, like, follow people. She has a very big personality, and so, like, I kind of got annoyed by how she's extra too much she is. for me. Yeah. I think that'll yeah. – like, then just seeing her ads where she's all, like, <laughs> like doing all this shit, I'm just, like, that's making me cringe now. I don't know why. Yeah. Maybe it's that just becomes very funny. authentic because she has to keep up with that persona because that's, like, what brands want her to do. But, like, it just doesn't feel authentic anymore. Maybe that's the reason. But it's funny yeah. because you're saying all the things that – annoy you or make you stop watching people but then at the same time you're like i need to re- make the same video over and over again and that's how to pop off and then at the same well, time you're like you that's off. why i stop watching people but then like once you grow the community that you're looking for then true but do you, you think that community evolve. stays with them like that's what i i'm not sure like, like emily's emily. is which emily it's not been very much time. Oh, I was yeah, no. Emily Kaiser. Oh. Yeah, hers is just starting. I don't think it's always annoyed me. To... <laughs> no offense really? to her as a person, but like just how she doesn't talk or say anything in her videos or use any music, and she always says this to show <laughs> that she did something. Like it just just talk to us. Like I don't, I don't even know that she's cooking. Like she's just she's so interesting because she has long form content on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. And I that's like her YouTube. Kind of got to know her a little bit. Yeah, that's what's so confusing to me about her mm-hmm. is like, why are you not translating some of that content to TikTok? But does she still have that like dedicated audience? Like, I'm not sure how her engagement is now. I haven't seen her in months and months. I haven't either. I don't know. People don't even really like when I was looking at her comments. People don't know, are not even like interested in her. They're like just kind of making fun yeah. of her or like, yeah, it's kind of yeah. sad. And it was kind of like. She I would cry if all my comments were like that. Followers. <laughs> what do you think? I feel like Anna um, Sitar has still has a very loyal following. Yeah. She's one I feel like has been, but she's still somebody I don't like. I mean, I search her like every like like once a week, maybe. I don't. You guys see her controversy. I really liked her. <gasps> no, no. Is it what we talked Gasp. about? <laughs> no, it's not. Well, remember, what we, we were about. talking shit about how she wasn't disclosing ads. Yeah, so what's her last name? Sitar. So, yeah, just so people can look her up or whatever. Um, She's been posting these ads. She's collabing with Dior and she like posts these videos that just feel so organic and she's not saying they're an ad whatsoever. So we've been talking about that. Yeah. And she's done – I think she's done something with Dyson too. Oh, I didn't even see that. And doesn't and disclose it. That wasn't disclosed. And I don't maybe understand. She's but like, I, get sued. I'm actually curious, but I am curious that if she's purposely posting that, like, so say she has like an upcoming partnership in like two months. And I'm wondering With if you, she's posting uh, organically now, so that in two months from now, when people see the same stuff, they're not like. But this why the this hashtag like smells like Dior or whatever the fuck hashtag she uses? Do you also know that sometimes like they there are brands that are like this is the branded hashtag so that just counts as your ad but it does it's not because people don't know yeah 
that's not very what is it called um transparent trans transparent maybe yeah what is the controversy what's the controversy (laughs) that's what you're gonna tell us (laughs) oh yeah okay her she came out with merch and one of her designs i forget what the wording was but there's like a small business who's had that design like popular for a while and she I, like got in trouble for it but she was like i didn't know about the small business whatsoever and like it's whatever she has in her bio like so happy to be here or something oh, so happy you're here yeah some- i think whatever I, that is. i just seen something like that yeah but like people were like mad at her like fully thinking that she stole from this small business and stuff but like her merch is i'm, I'm so, so happy you're here. here yeah and she didn't end up selling the the, that design whichever one was apparently copied damn yeah it's definitely something like she's had for a while like i mean i know that it's probably like a small business but guys this freaking new recording system actually it's my wi-fi for sure but i keep getting freaking booted out and i'm about to have a full mental breakdown so sorry if this episode's weird should we just do a quick run through of our fave books since we're all in the reading era. Sure. Okay, Britt. What is your? You just got into reading. Like, yeah, you've been reading super fast. What is the your favorite thing you've read in the past couple weeks? I can't choose one, but I'll tell you my favorite. Okay. I can't choose two. Oh Jesus! I know, but I I have choose them right a limited amount. amount. <laughs> I do have a limited number. I do have a limited number. Um, Too Good to Be True by Carol Lovering. Um, Wait, which one is that? Can you you have to give like a little short synopsis you can, with each one? Okay, I'm kind of forgetting. Okay, so Too Good to Be True is about this girl who like meets a guy and she doesn't know he's married, um, and he like he doesn't like tell her until like way later and just like kind of the you know their love story and like what transpires through it so it's very interesting um and then can't look away is also by carola lovering i want her to write like a million more books i feel like she's like gonna be the next colleen hoover if she like keeps on the trajectory because she's also who wrote tell me lies um and that's actually i was gonna say what did she write it sounds familiar that's how i like started my reading era because i i binge watched tell me lies and i had to know what happened next and in the book it covers like way past what happens in the tv show Mm -hmm. um and so i did like the book still but these other two from her were like my like i liked them way more um can't look away is Mm. about i'm trying to think of can't look away um oh no i'm like kind of blanking on what happened and can't look away just off the top of my head but you loved it but i have I, it up I on loved it. right now a 23 year old molly diamond is a barista and then there's a concert she locks eyes with a lead singer is that correct yes <laughs> dude i can't really remember what happened after that then a decade later molly was given up riding and is living in <gasps> connecticut with her young daughter and her husband hunter her life looks picture perfect yes 
I love it. <laughs> That sounds good. She's like, I love it so much. I don't remember anything about it, but it was so good. In my memory. Um, that's honestly, that's how I feel about all of Colleen Hoover books. Like, I'm like, oh, that one was so good. But like, sometimes I forget which yeah. book was which. But so that one I really like just because it's a very unexpected, like, love story. Um, And there's like, towards the middle, there's like a big shock and then towards the end there's like another big like what the fuck Ooh, I like um, that it's the same thing that happens in Too Good to Be True there's like a couple of those throughout that really keep you hooked um cool. I got a new author to look into yeah yeah and then the golden couple is also one that was just like this is one that like stuck in my mind like I really really like this one so this couple starts they're like the picture perfect couple like Everything on paper is like amazing. Um, mm-hmm. But she cheated on her husband. And so they start couples counseling and they're trying to like work through it. And you like discover like all sorts of shocking things throughout the book. And this book is like the golden couple is written from like the therapist perspective of what's happening. Oh. And then the like main character. So it's oh, very cool. interesting to see like both sides of like what's I happening. I love when perspectives switch in books. Yeah. Me and too. I'm pretty sure that's what also – that's like how Can't Look Away was written and Too Good to Be True. So that's – I mean it's kind of – Is that one author by the same author? No. So it's a different author. Um, It's by Greer Hendricks and Sarah Pekkanen. Books with two authors are so interesting to me. Like, I always wonder, like, how do people do that? Yeah. And then I loved Verity. Like, you guys already told me about Verity, like, a million times. But I just – I was like, I can't – I, like, want more Verity-type books. Like, Yeah. Like, if you're listening and you haven't – if you don't like reading or you're, like, wanting to get into reading, I think Verity is, like, one of the perfect books to start with. Yeah. yeah. Colleen Hoover is a great like gateway book author. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's what got me into reading because I read It Ends With Us mm-hmm. and then I read Verity and then I was like on a roll. Have you started It Starts With Us? Yeah, I finished it. I really liked both of those too. I think that's a yeah, good like too. it keeps you kind of busy if you read one and then the other. Um yeah, I feel I like it'll get you characters. in a good role. Me too. I'm Super on the wild. first chapter of It of what Starts one? With Us. I love that. Yeah. And then uh, I can't remember. Did you guys used to read a lot like in like as a child? Yeah. No, I didn't like reading. I loved reading. Except for Um, when Twilight came out. Then I loved reading Twilight. mm -hmm. But then The Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. I loved. That was so juicy. Um Harry I also Potter just like read funny. lots of other like love stories. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of funny like thinking back to when I was reading like those love stories. Like the people were like so much older than me at the mm-hmm. time, and now like there's like if depending on like what type of book it is, I have to I I always look because if it's too young, I like don't really want to read it. But um, then the other two that I read, I really liked One True Loves and After mm-hmm. I Do as well. I love Taylor Jenkins. You've read so many. She's my favorite. It's so crazy. I think I've read like eight or nine books now. And I have three that I've like gone 
a big chunk through, but like I don't know if I want to finish them. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's kind of funny because like I typically don't finish books like unless I like them. So a lot of my Goodreads, my ratings are like all five stars because I really like the book and I won't finish it if I don't like it. But I you on yours, Devin, you have like like two stars on some, like three stars on another, like yeah. The only book that I've read that I really did not like was I think Normal People by Sally Rooney. And I liked that book. You liked it? Yeah. Well, I like the show more than the book, which is weird because you okay. Because on the toast, they said that the show wasn't good either. I liked the show, but it was. It's kind of a slow, just like boring. Like yeah, it was so boring. I don't know why, but like I did not connect with any of the characters, and I just forced myself to finish it. Yeah. Yeah. Some people really loved it. I did not. (laughs) I honestly just like the like sex (laughs) scenes. I definitely need to, like, (laughs) figure out – I read the sample first. Do you guys, like, read the samples first and then decide if you want to buy it? Or do you just go for it? Well, now that I have the Kindle, yeah. But before, I would just go for it and then, like, I wouldn't finish a lot of books because I'd be, like, not interested in them. Oh. Yeah, a lot of times I'll stick to, like, an author that I know I like or I'll Mm -hmm. just do recommendations from, like, a friend that I know knows what I like. Yeah. I try and go off – the reason I really like Goodreads is because of the, like, ones by the same author and then, like, similar type books. Mm-hmm. But I feel like a lot of the ones from Verity that were similar were, like, almost too much like of, like, support. psychological thriller, thrillers. Yeah. Like, behind closed doors. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. TBD if I finish it. Maggie, have you read anything recently? I mean, I was just reading those – one Direction smutty books. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I read them in high school and it's like Harry Styles fan fiction. But it was because they're like all movies on Netflix. There's like four movies now oh. um, of the After series. And so I watched the like most recent movie that just came out. It came out like in the last month or two. And then I was like, oh, fuck. I don't think I ever read the last book in this series. Like I need to go read this. And then I read it and I was like, oh, my God. Like, I was just so nostalgic because the Mm -hmm. last book is, like, from his point of view. But it's, like, kind of the same as the first book. But Mm -hmm. just in his point of view instead of hers. So I felt, like, in high school again reading it all over again. Do you think that Harry Styles has read it? I always think about – he knows about it because, like, in an interview a couple times he was asked about it. And he was, like – he made, like, a joke about it or something. Because that would be weird. I mean, like – it's it's weird when you think about it. Yeah, it yeah. Kind of weird. I feel like I you probably think the Twilight wouldn't. people know about Fifty Shades. Have they ever talked about that? But it's not like Fifty Shades is based off more fictional. It's not like based off like Harry Styles. Like those books you're talking about are literally based off Harry Styles, who's a real person. But it's like they're not. It's. Wait, explain it's this. About 50 like Shades a girl thing. in college. Like the Fifty Shades was originally like supposed to be Edward. And oh stuff, yeah, but like Robert Pattinson oh. isn't Edward. You know, like it's not about Robert Pattinson. It's about Edward. Whereas the oh, other book is about I see Harry what you mean. Styles, I see what you mean. Okay, person. he's a real person. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. But he's not like Harry in the book. Like he's like a college yeah. student. Like he's yeah. not oh, a he's not a singer. No, no, no. He's just a random college student. He's British. Then how is it 
It's I just, it it's like, like just the character, like, so I read it when it was first on Wattpad and like on Wattpad, like their names were Harry, Liam, Zane, like they had the same oh, names. Oh, okay. But then like once it got turned into a book, she changed the name. So his name's Harden. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> that makes more sense. There's Zed for Zane and I forget what Liam's name is. I forget. Leo. But like, so <laughs> it honestly is something similar <laughs> to that. But it's like just a different, it's like about him it's like he makes a bet to take this girl's virginity basically that he could take a virginity but then he ends up falling in love with her and mm. he's like very toxic and like an alcoholic and there's a lot of drama <laughs> but once again it's mostly good for the sex <laughs> <laughs> oh but i was wrong about um yesterday when i told you guys <laughs> that for kaleidoscope that you have to start with the first like same episode and end with the same episode mm-hmm. that's not true no i didn't watch it so i finished it last night Ginny and georgia dude everyone's <laughs> telling me to watch that it's is good. it new uh it's season two. Oh, but it's I about it's really it good i might end yeah you'll Just like kidding. it i love Ginny and georgia oh okay I watched the yeah. first season okay yeah it's second season i've been waiting for the second one yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I'm so happy you said that. Yeah, it's like a little more dramatic Gilmore Girls. <laughs> oh, is yeah, that Gilmore Girls? Kind of right. Yeah, like Georgia had Ginny when she was 15, but she had to go through a lot of shit to, like, she has a much rougher background and has gone through a oh, lot of shit. I didn't know it was a mother and daughter. I thought they were like two best friends for mm-hmm. some reason. No, yeah, oh, a mom okay. and daughter. Okay. The Firefly Lane is the best yeah. friends one. You should read yeah. those books. I should. I honestly was thinking about that because I want to know like what happened. I was thinking after too immediately. Is there is there more? Do they go farther? I think so. Yeah, <gasps> it's two books. <gasps> okay, I might be. Confused. I might start with the second one. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, also- but kaleidoscope. I need to talk about kaleidoscope. Okay, yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just like obsessed with it. It was so good because oh. like. Every episode, because you can watch it in any order, it will, like, literally change your perception of the show and, like, oh. of who did what and what the characters, like, just the whole mystery behind it. Like, if you start at the end, where, like, after the heist, it's, like, six months after the heist, you could start with that episode and then be, like, how did this all happen? How did we get to this point? Like, how did everything go wrong? Or you start with the beginning and then it's, like, how are they going to make the heist happen? Hmm. It's very cool. That's Highly yeah, I need to watch that. But what books have you been reading? Um, I just finished on my Kindle every summer after, and that is like a best friends become lovers trope. So it's Ooh. this girl every summer, her parents go to their cabin by on the lake or whatever, and she falls in love with the next door neighbor, but like something happens so that they stop talking. So it's alternating from the past and the present and you're leading up to figuring out why they don't talk anymore but the characters are really good i really love the main character and then the book that i'm currently reading i love it i am obsessed with it it's maybe in another life and it's about this one girl but like maybe four chapters in she has to make a decision either like go home with this her high school boyfriend or go home with her best friend and not go home with the guy and two separate things like we get to live out both of her choices and her timelines from both choices so like 
something really bad happens in one timeline and something sad like bad happens in the other timeline so like we're gonna see how Whoa. it i don't know if it merges together or what but that's cool yeah and then like I when really you're like reading one. one timeline you kind of you know about something from the other timeline and but the characters don't know yet oh kind of thing like they don't know that this is going on with them it's That's really good cool. do you I like that one more than Daisy Reed. Jones it's just very different like I love the celebrity type books from Taylor Jenkins Reid but like this one is also just a nice like because it's about a normal person yeah I don't know I can't like pick cool. a favorite I just love all of her books they are really good she's a really good writer she also has this book called One True Loves, and it's about this girl who's she gets married young and her husband goes missing and oh. like out in sea or, you know, like he they think that he dies in a helicopter crash or a plane crash or something. And so she finally gets over it and moves on with her life and meets someone else. And then yeah. her husband shows up. That's so like that I I was like, oh my God. The reason I one of the things I really liked about that though is it kind of like lets like this is something that's not giving anything away in the book, just like it shows that you can like appreciate your previous relationships for like what they were. Like you don't have to like have them like tainted. Like mm -hmm. if it was like, you know, a college boyfriend or like a high school boyfriend or something, and like, you know, there's just things that happen. And you don't have to, like, think that they're, like, negative or bad or, like, I don't know. You could just, like, appreciate mm -hmm. love for what it is with each person. Mm -hmm. and, and I love that. You are a different person. Like, how you can become a different person. Yeah. And, like, that person doesn't necessarily, like, like, because I think the other thing is, like, reminiscing on, like, old relationships. Sometimes you're like, oh, like, what if, like, mm -hmm. this or that. But, like, you grow and evolve and, you know, there's a new person that's, like, perfect for you in that new growth, like, New phase That's of so true. Yeah. Which I think is like a beautiful way to like look at love. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because so much of the time it's like, that. fuck this person. Yeah. No, because every time like you move on with what you've learned from that last love, like you take that love with you to the next person. Yeah. Totally. So reading is good. You guys should all start reading. <laughs> and I think I all just remembered <laughs> my mom's first Instagram post was she. <laughs> It was like a meme, and it was like a girl holding a book, and it just said, "Reading is sexy." <laughs> <laughs> Did she screenshot it from something and then like post it? Yes, I yes. love that. I love that. I'm gonna post this to our story. Reading is so sexy. <laughs> reading is so you guys should all start reading. <laughs> yeah, but like all these books we mentioned, I feel like are easy gateway books for sure. Like, Easier. I'm not reading complex stories that have a bunch of deeper meanings or anything like i'm reading for enjoyment yeah yeah like, i'm I reading just wanna... porn <laughs> maggie's <laughs> reading for porn if there's no sex maggie doesn't want it <laughs> did you read ugly <laughs> love maggie uh-huh okay yeah that one was very porn forward <laughs> i don't think colleen hoover's porn is that great <laughs> do you see it yeah <laughs> <laughs> What is this? <laughs> I love it. That's funny. In 2012. <laughs> the good days. All right. Is that all? 
Yeah. I think so. All right. Well, thank you so much for tuning back in for season two. If this is your first episode, thanks for listening. It will only go up from here this season. (laughs) Um, We're so excited about all the plans we have and all the episode ideas we have. So we can't wait for you to hear them all. But thanks so much for listening. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, TikTok, subscribe to us on YouTube, rate us and leave a review if you haven't yet, wherever you listen to podcasts. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. So. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. Love that for us.